right. Happy Friday, everyone. Uh, welcome back to another episode of uh, We Are Miguel Social Work. Uh, today, we're sitting down with the babies of the school of social work. <laughs> I will call you the last borns, the U1 um, of uh, the BSW here at the School of uh, Social Work at McGill. And they're here to tell us a little bit about how their journey has been so far, you know, the pandemic cohort <laughs> and everything interesting and particular about them um, and how they're navigating so far. We are just counting down the days until the end of the semester, uh, the year. And uh, yeah, so I want to hear all the juicy details of how things have been. Um, I have Diana, Arwin, and Ariane, and I'm going to ask them to introduce themselves in as much detail as you want to give, and then uh, we'll get the conversation going. Uh, Diana, you're my right box on Zoom. So hi, everyone. Happy Friday. My name is Diana. <laughs> my pronouns are she, her. Uh, I'm 22 years old and I'm currently in my second semester here at McGill in the social work program. Um, I just recently graduated from LaSalle College in special care counseling in 2021. And um, yeah, I have to say that this journey has been honestly one of the best I've ever experienced. Very interesting, uh, fun. And uh, I have to say, I met like some of the greatest people I know so um yeah thank you to my cohort for being so amazing <laughs> awesome um Arwin you're next uh hi my name is Arwin uh, my pronouns are they them uh I currently volunteer uh both with the queer community and in uh, suicide prevention and I graduated uh Dawson College in law society and justice uh, and decided to continue studies in social work. And I'm currently in my uh, second semester of the first year. Awesome. Last but not least, Ariane. Hi, everyone. Uh, my, Ariane, my pronouns are she, her. Um, I'm 21, and I graduated in 2021 with the Social Services Deck at Cégep Saint-Hospital-Richelieu. Um, mm. I'm a first responder, and I love everything related to trauma and crisis. It's really what I love to do. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys for joining me. Oh, again, my name is Alice, <laughs> and I'm in my last um, year of BSW here at McGill, and I'm looking forward to graduating and continuing on with my journey. Um, so you're in your first year of, of the School of Social Work, and you started the year in the pandemic. Um, I was just telling you that you don't even have the experience of being on campus and, and, and seeing the Department of Social Work we used to have this old, old building called the Wilson Hall. <laughs> Probably we'll go back to it, but I think maybe you have graduated. Who knows, we'll see. We'll, we'll come to visit it. <laughs> but so how was your experience when, um, when you first got your admission letter, I believe it was in the summer, maybe. How, where, where were your expectations? Um, how did you feel when you got your offer later and before you came here, before September? What's the life prior to September? We'll go backwards. Ariane, do you want to start from now? Yeah, sure. Um, I've always knew I wanted to go to Miguel, but I wasn't sure what I wanted to study. Um, it started when I was in college and I hesitated between being a paramedic and a social work tech. I chose the social work deck and I fell in love with it. So I was like, well, Miguel offers social work. So why not just go do social work in Miguel? 
Mm-hmm. So I applied, like, I think missions open up on like October 2nd and October 2nd, 8 a.m. So 9 a.m. my application was, was done. Um, <laughs> I was very nervous and very excited about it. Um, mm. I, um, for the reference letters we had to make, I was lucky enough that I could use my supervisors and my stash that I did in college. So it was everything it was a long time because I got my letter in mid-April and I remember it, I was at my stash, with my, it was my final stash and I just came back from a, a family meeting and I opened my computer, went on Minerva and I saw admitted. I was like, what? And I translated the website in French to make sure I read that correctly. I asked my colleague to read it. I was like, okay. So I went outside. I called my mom. I was like, mom, mom. She was like, what's going on? I'm like, I got in. <laughs> so yeah, it was, I applied to two other universities and I was like, well, they don't, they just don't matter anymore. I got into McGill and I'm super excited and I, I've loved everything so far and I've made some great friends. Oh, that's awesome. And so good that you applied, you know, first time. For me, I think it was last minute. But <laughs> yeah, how about you, Aaron? Um, yeah, my um, my um, trek through the application process was a little less put together than Ahian's. Mm-hmm. Um, my application was not last minute, but like a week before the deadline. Um because you have to do like these two writing pieces. And I was like really unsure. I think I had like seven different people review it. And I was like, are you sure about this? Um, I originally, um, my last semester in college, I, I, I didn't know what I wanted to do. I, I knew I would graduate, but I was like, I don't know what I want to do. So I, I booked an appointment with a, a counselor. And at that time in my LSJ program, we were talking about uh, MRI, which is the uh, police social worker team combo team and I said oh I want to do that and then the guidance counselor was like so you want to do social work I was like yes um so yeah here I am um so far the program has been great I, I the classes are are super interesting and I'm, I'm really passionate about the work uh, I can achieve in social work okay. thank you thank you uh Deanna so uh, for me, just backtracking back to when I graduated from high school, I always knew that I wanted to work with people. I just didn't know uh, what exactly I could have done with that. I was still so young. So I had first started uh, at Dawson College in uh, general program where I was a little bit lost. I was confused. I wasn't sure where I was going with it. And then um, one day I was just like, I was over it. I couldn't go to class anymore. I was so unmotivated and I just started doing some research on like what programs are offered out there that I can actually do that interests me. And then I fell upon the program in college, uh, which is my social care counseling at La Salle. I had a couple of teachers uh, that uh, were social workers, one of which uh, was she had her master's uh, in social work. She was a couple and family therapist. And she honestly just like motivated me to apply to the program, like from my very, like the first class I had with her, she was like, you should do it. It would be like such a great opportunity and learning experience for you. And it's what I wanted to do. So um, when I applied, uh, so prior to applying, I was doing an internship at the Shriners Hospital where I was working with social workers who had actually recently graduated from McGill in the BSW program. Um, And uh, I had spoke to them about like, 
you know, this is what I want to do. I'm going to be applying because I, my internship started in January. And so I had wanted to apply and I was talking to them about it. And they were telling me how, um, you know, like, go for it, like do everything you have to do to get in, but don't get discouraged. It's a very hard program to get into. So as soon as I heard that, I was like, I was discouraged, you know, like as all students would be. Um, but I went for it and I did it. And um, when I got in, similarly to Ariane's story, I was in my bed in my room and I was literally about to go to bed and I was checking every day the admission status, like what's going on every day. I was making myself sick. And then I saw, I logged in and I was like, okay, it's just going to say the same thing, but I'm still going to check. And so I log in and it said admitted. And like, I was like, it was late at this point. My parents were sleeping. I was just screaming in my room. Everyone got scared. I was like, is this real? Like, it, does it really say admitted? Like it can be, you know, like it, there's something going on. And so like, I logged off, I logged back in and I was like, oh my God, like I really just got into social work at McGill University. And that's something like I always said from since I graduated high school, like I'm going to go to McGill one day. And although I wasn't sure what exactly I wanted to do, like that was my goal. And just the fact that I was able to reach it and do something that interests me, like working with people and, you know, like just like embarking in a new experience, like, I don't know, it was just like, yeah, I was really excited for it. So I'm happy to be here. Yay, that's awesome. Congratulations, you guys. And it sounds like you've had, um, had some previous exposure to social services or social workers that kind of inspired you to apply and be here. And that's good to hear. And I think that's uh, the majority of um, the social work student population. We don't just stumble into it. We have a reason why we want to pursue this career. We are looking forward to great education to get started. And yeah, so now you are here, September comes. September is always still like the honeymoon phase, you know, and and for you guys, I think you have midterms, you have to write uh, exams. So get back to October, let's say October after the honeymoon is finished. How were you feeling? What was going on in your mind? How were the classes? Is there anything that stood out in particular that you enjoyed or were surprised by or that was not so great? Um, let's start with uh, Rian. Um, well, the social work class were on campus, so it was easy. But as for the electives and the non-social work complementaries, um, they were all online. And it was it's super hard to connect with other people when you're online. But I got lucky, and Diana and I have the exact same schedule. It was the same thing in fall, and we did the same in winter. Like, we connected over the summer and just put everything together. And mm. it made everything a lot easier because I knew, like, no matter what was going to happen, like we were there for each other and we were able to just go through it because some of the classes were kind of hard and not, well, they were okay. <laughs> Let's go with that. <laughs> yeah, in year one, you have a lot of uh, complimentary classes to fit in your schedule, eh? Okay, okay. Yeah, but All yeah, right. it was nice. Yeah, I, I mean, how were the social work classes? They were uh, amazing. I think you have two. You have yeah, two, but, right? Yeah, but the two classes we had uh, during the fall semester, I had those in college, and oh. they only credited two. Well, you have three social work classes, but I got uh, exempted with credits from uh, human development and uh, mm. research degree. Mm -hmm. But for the, the classes I didn't get exempted from, well, a lot of things just overlap with what I 
16 in college, so it, it just makes everything a lot easier. Mm, okay. How about you, Aaron? Um, yeah, I really like the two social work classes, uh, especially history and philosophy. I think that um, when people hear those two terms, they normally like anticipate boredom. Uh, our teacher, uh, shout out to Prof Loquest, she was phenomenal. Um, I think the complementaries were a bit more difficult to figure out, mostly because it was really difficult figuring out like what should I do? Like, what requirements do I have to meet? It was all explained, but you're just never sure. And Minerva will let you like, I mean, in, in my second semester, I booked two classes in the same time slot. And I only found out like extremely late. So I was like, oh, that has to change. Mm -hmm. um, and what I really like is in my complimentaries, I have a lot of uh, I have some uh, social work students of which I know that are in there. So that really helps me uh, stay motivated and it really helps me to have a connection there. So, yeah. Mm. Oh, great. Um, how about you, Diana? So very similar experience again to Rian uh, and Arwen. So um, when I first made my schedule uh, over the summer, I decided to uh, just, you know, jump right in and apply, like uh, register into five classes. Um, and I had everyone tell me like, you're crazy. Like, don't do that. I had friends already in university and they were like, it's rough. Like, you know, especially that things are going to be online. Like it's a lot of work, you know? And I told myself like, I'll get through it. Like I'll, I'll be okay. Um, and then like three weeks in, I was like, oh my God, they were right. But, um, I really didn't want to drop my classes. I was like very adamant on keeping my five classes, which I did. And I still have them now. And I have to say like, Again, shout out to Jackie. Um, if it wasn't for her like constant, uh, you know, like motivation and understanding and to like everything that her students were going through, I don't know if I would have been able to get through it the way I did because she would she really like taught us like a lot about self-care and you know to take care of our mental health and just within like right before midterms, like I already felt like I was burning out. I had like no energy to even like get up and like do what I had to do to be able to pass my midterm, you know, like study, do your assignments, do everything you had to do. And so I kind of felt like I was at my breaking point just in like two months within the semester. And if it wasn't for my social work uh, professors, like which again, I only had two social work classes. I was exempted from the uh, human development course because I took it in college as well. Mm -hmm. um, so between Izul and Jackie, like both of them were very accommodating. Like if students weren't ready to, you know, submit an assignment on time or were too stressed for a midterm or an exam like they really took the time to go over the material with us and make sure we were okay and that's something I really appreciated and it's for me anyways that was like it was just an amazing experience for me with my first semester of university because I got to build a connection with like two of my social work professors whom I know I'll probably have one day within the next like two years mm. um so yeah I have to say that was uh, an amazing experience and uh I guess like I would just like to give a shout out to all my props so far in the social work program honestly they're all amazing they're so patient and respectful and just so thoughtful so um yeah there's no way of thanking them for everything that they do for us but um overall like I've adjusted to being online um as sad as it sounds like I always wanted to have the opportunity to like 
be in a university class with like 200 plus students in an auditorium like that's what I had in mind when I was applying into McGill you know and then of course like because of the pandemic I'd rather be safe and like be around my bubble than be around too many people but uh, I have to say like I would have loved to experience that and I hope that I get to experience that before I graduate but I guess we'll see where time takes us. <laughs> if you have some electives, you will, for sure. And for me as well, I took my all my complementaries in U1. And I think like you, you guys are saying, I'm hearing you say that you like your social work classes. And the other ones were enough balance. For me, what it served was to, to reassure and confirm where that I am in the right program. Because <laughs> I took all my, um, all my classes, my complementary classes in... Uh, anthropology and psychology and I could see a huge difference in the way that the classes were delivered in the environment in the classroom the exchanges between the class the the, the classmates as well it was very different um, I got the role like 200 people conferences different things that are not that are now what I've, I've now seen in the social work um, department and I really appreciated my social work professors to to kind of bring us together. It's more like a relationship-based uh, learning environment than a lecture, 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 exam, exam, exam. So yeah, yeah, I think you want serve, serve the, that to me as well, to compare my complementary and my social work and be like, you know what, I like my program. I'm in the right <laughs> place. <laughs> yeah, okay, okay. So, um, so do you guys know then where you wanna end up at? Do you have an idea? Because for me, it has changed dramatically over the course of my, my education. Um, do you have an idea which population you want to work with? Why? Um, yeah, if you want to share. Uh, Aaron, let's go first with you. Um, so I'm, I'm really hoping on the field placements to kind of clear that up. Uh, um, but right now, I tend to want to drift towards either the queer community or work uh, in healthcare in a hospital setting. Uh, so those are, are kind of the two populations that I'm drawn to personally. Mm -hmm. Oh, great. Thank you. Ariane? Um... I, I really like everything like the trauma, crisis prevention, and PTSD. Um, actually, it's kind of a huge part of my personality, but fire departments are basically my life. My dad's a firefighter, my brother's a firefighter, my mom's a first responder, and I'm a first responder, so I basically grew up in a fire station. So everything related to 911 is a huge part of my life. So And I know that there's not a lot of resources available for them. So I really want to work with 911 workers with PTSD and trauma and stuff like that. It's something I hold very close to my heart and it's, they're amazing people. And we just think that because they wear uniforms and they're the, they're the first to run into a burning building that they're invincible, but they're not, they're mm -hmm. just humans. And I've met so many firefighters, so, so many great firefighters actually, and they deserve the world. So mm -hmm. I just want to be able to help them as much as they help people. Thank you for bringing that perspective in. Uh, how about you, Diana? Do you know? Do you know where what life is gonna be after? The <laughs> um, so I'm just the type of person that likes to plan. So I like to have a plan and know exactly where life will take me. Although I can never guarantee that. Um, so when I applied into the BSW program, my I guess like my main goal, which 
I could still say right now, I really want to do a master's degree in social work. So, uh, or CFT, so couples and family therapy as well. Um, as of right now, field placements are coming up. Um, based on my experience from uh, college, I had uh, the opportunity to do two different internships. So my first placement was in an elementary school and my second placement was at the Shriners Hospital um, for children. So in both field placements, I worked only with kids. I have to say, I really, I, I love working with children. Um, it's just so heartwarming and amazing. Um, then again, it's the only experience I've had so far. So I don't know how it would be to work with uh, different populations. Um, but as of right now, it would really be like Arwen said, like I wanna work in healthcare. Um, my goal is to be able to do a field placement in a hospital setting. I would love that. I hope that I can get it. Um, but, or like, and also just like getting to know how to work with different populations, obviously like that interests me too. But as of right now, I would say that like, children or like kids from like zero to 18 is like my main target of like people I would like to work with yeah um and I and I like that you guys commented on field because I was going to ask you what your expectations are going to be uh Ariane sounds like you already have your niche you know um and, and a population that interests you um do you do you guys feel like you are going to uh, strengthen your skills in areas that you already know, or do you want to explore different things? Um, what are your expectations on field? I think right now you have already applied, right? You probably don't know where you're going to go yet. Next month, maybe next month. Um, but yeah, what are you planning for field? For have you thought about where you want to do your second year, your third year field? What what are you hoping to to get into? Um, um, Aaron? Yeah, so um, I'm quite uncertain about field placements. We kind of had, we were able to touch base with, um, uh, with the, the person who organizes our field placements. Um, and we kind of both resolved on, again, the queer community and in healthcare. Um, but that depends on who they need in that setting. So it's, it's kind of up in the air, but I'm, I'm really hoping those two communities, uh, otherwise I, I think I'd learn a great deal from any placement I'm in. And I think, um, certainly from what I've heard from people who've been through field placements is that you learn the majority of the material through like hands-on learning when compared to classroom learning. So I'm really excited to see. Uh, to see the the setting and and what that brings to my skills as a pra practitioner of social work. Thank you, Ariane. Um, in college, I did a lot of the. I did three stages, and two of them were with families, um, with kids zero to twelve, and I really liked it. So, mm -hmm. if I had the chance to go back with families, I would do it without a doubt. But I, like I said, I really like mental health and crisis intervention. And when I spoke with the field coordinator, we talked about the Douglas Institute, which is a mental health hospital. And we were like, well, if they, if they want you once, then why not? And if it's not, then it's okay. And for my second field, I would like to go back closer to home. So on the South shore, because Montreal is not made for me. <laughs> How about you, Diana? Um, I would say for my first field placement, uh, after my meeting with Francine, like I really expressed like my interest in um, 
doing it within the healthcare system. Um, I guess like I could say that because I already have experience in like uh, in the healthcare system in terms of like my internship at the hospital, um, because I didn't do my internship, obviously, like as a social worker, I would love the opportunity to know what it's like to work in that system as a social worker. Mm. And so just to stay within my niche for my field, my first field placement, like, honestly, for me, I think that that's what I would need. And then kind of further out, like, move out towards different things for my second field placement. Um, but I mean, I'm open to anything, really. It's just, I want to be able to understand what my role is as a social worker. So I'm new into the program. I haven't done internships or I haven't worked as a social worker yet. So what is my role? You know, like that's a question I think that we all ask, ask ourselves so early on in the program. So I'd want to be somewhere where I'm comfortable to be able to learn about like, why am I there? You know, like, what can I bring to who I'm working with and why? So, um, but yeah, I guess just to say like, I'm open to anything, but just start staying like within my niche for my first semester and not scaring myself too much uh, would be the best for me, yeah. Yeah, uh, thank you for, for pointing that out because I feel like um, field sometimes we, we, have, uh, we have many ways to go about it. You can stay within your niche to go see the role of social worker um, in that program or that kind of setting. You can explore something else, you can do community, you can do research, you can do uh, different things that you haven't tried because whenever my friends ask me what the social workers do, I'm always like, oh, how long do you have? <laughs> <laughs> you know, because it's so much to do. And I think I use um, field to kind of like navigate different things. It, it be exposed to what I wasn't um, aware on how to do before. Um, I did my first field in an area that I was very comfortable in, in something that I was very familiar with, uh, with the student refugee program here at McGill to accompany students who are coming as research refugees um, to, to McGill to help them navigate like, a new environment, get at, acquainted to McGill and, and its life and everything else new. So that was kind of like, okay, wow, I'm, I'm serving now. You know, but after that, I did my field in a, in a hospital, something that I had never been exposed to before. And I'm not even from Quebec. So even the lingo, the different resources available were like oof, quite new to me. And I was like, oh, now I know what that is. And now I'm doing something else with research. So by the time I graduate, I'll have, you know, different ABCs to look at before I can orient my practice towards that. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm excited for you guys and what you will learn. I hope maybe one day we'll, we'll meet again and then <laughs> you tell me how your experiences have been in uh, once you knew three. Um, but it's a quite a, an interesting journey and gets personal as you as you advance in the program. Yeah. So thinking back again to to how your your studies are going, um, is there anything that you have found particularly challenging? Because I feel like you guys are very very uh, positive and very uh, enjoying your classes and, and your program. Um, so have, has there anything that has stood out as something that, that required more effort or that surprised you to the challenges that there could be in social work education? Let's start with maybe Ariane. Um, yeah, well, um, if I, like last semester I did an elective because I want to do my master's as well, it was a math class. Um, for context, I'm very bad at math, like very, very bad, but I still took it. 
And mm -hmm. I should have took the uh, uh, fail and success and fail, the pass or fail uh, option because it mm -hmm. was the worst thing ever. Um, it was probably the lowest point of my, uh, of my U1. Um, because during the final exam in the gym where we were like a thousand people, I broke down, I had a panic attack, so I couldn't do the exam. And I had to ask for a deferred exam and it was, McGill wasn't really helping. And that's why I just want to give a quick shout to Dr. Julia Crane, um, because she, she like did everything she could to help me. And she, like, we worked together to make sure McGill like realized how important mental health was. And I ended up getting it like two months after I started this whole thing because they just didn't seem to really answer as fast as they could. So it was the lowest point of my of my semester. I would say of my U1, but it just made me realize that I'm stronger than I think I am. Um, it wasn't easy, but I just got back up and I finished the thing and I'm about to take the, the, the different exam in like two less than two weeks. So, I think it's important for future you ones uh, for about anyone to know that even if you fall, it's okay as long as you go back up. And I'm just super excited to continue my journey as a McGill student. Very nice. Uh, Deanna? Um, my God, starting university is scary, <laughs> I have to say. Um, but like I mentioned before, like the most challenging part was really adjusting to the workload. Um, there's a lot. So to all the newcomers in U1, um, be prepared, but don't be scared. Um, you know, like at first I was like, I, I was so ready. I, like I said, I signed up for my five courses and I was like, I'm going to do it. And I fell on my face pretty quick. Uh, like I said, within three weeks, I was like, oh my God, how am I going to do it? But I just quickly realized like, if you stay on the ball and you do what you have to do the time that you have to do it, everything's going to fall into place. Um, it was very challenging for me to figure that out though. Like I said, um, I felt like I was burning out just in like my first two months in the program. Um, so also like what really helped me was building connections with the people within our cohort and with my professors too, because it's made me feel that like I wasn't alone, especially that things are online now, it can get extremely overwhelming when there's a lot to do, there's a lot due, and you feel like you're alone, you don't really interact with people because you're constantly like in your home, right? So um, adjusting to online learning and the course load was both challenging, but it made me realize a lot about who I am too, you know, and like, just to never give up and like, keep pushing and you know at the end of the day like we're all in this program to become social workers we're going to become social workers and what I realize is that like and this is something that Professor Jackie said with our very first class she said you know the A path the B path is just as good as the A path like regardless you're going to become a social worker and that really stuck because to me like education was it's always very important for me and especially my grades, you know, like for me, it's like, I need to excel in every single class. I need to get, up, get above a 90. And when I started university, I realized that like, it's okay not to, you know, obviously we all want to get great grades and like have an A and everything, but it's okay not to. And, you know, like, that's how you learn. You learn how, a lot about yourself and like your study tactics. My study tactics changed drastically from when I was in college to now, um, for the better, like it's, it's helped me, but, um, yeah, the most challenging part is adapting to something new. 
Um, but now just in my second semester, like I adopted pretty quickly. I have to say, like, I'm used to the course load. I'm, I'm ready for it. Like I'm, I'm pumped for midterms and finals now. Oh yeah. That's, that's the energy. We want to hear that. Yeah. <laughs> um, Arin, how about you? Yeah, I think I was quite lucky because both my mother and sister were like, no, you don't need to take five classes, take four, trust me. Um, so I, I think I was like kind of spared the overwhelmingness. I, I was still quite overwhelmed about like four weeks. Um, but I think what really helps is uh, in college, I actually sought out learning skills appointments because I said, well, I need to learn how to study, learn how to do readings and kind of being able to know um, what I need to study and how intensely I need to study has like greatly helped me because um, there are some topics I know less about that I need to focus more on and that allows me to focus a bit less on others. So I think really seeking out those learning skills and even, you know, once you're at university, it's not too late. There are, there are great resources. It's just it's a bit different because you have to go out and seek them and you have to, you have to take the first step. Um, as is the same with, with mental health, as Ariane had mentioned, um, you, you have to like go out and seek them, but they're, they are available. And I, I, I think having that capability to say, or to, to recognize kind of like, no, I, I need someone else's help on this has really helped me like avoid the like peak of overwhelmingness. Hi, thank you guys for for mentioning all that. <laughs> I'm picturing myself in in U1. I think uh, in November I had three midterms in one week, and I was going crazy, you know. <laughs> and I was th these were not even people who were in the same department, so I could say like, hey, you know, this that because I think in our social work classes the profs tried to to make sure they spare they they uh spread out the, the assignments but if they're in a different department what are you gonna do you know they don't even know each other so i think uh, thank you for commenting on the resources being available and to seek them out and to advocate like Ariane was saying even if you need a prop or something to to back you up or someone you know do it um it's in university you have to, you have to go to them you have to write those emails you have to go to zoom drop-ins you have to you know now there's not even knocking on anybody's office but it's writing those emails send requests ask for what you need um and in addition to that extensions if you need an extension and you're feeling like you're not able to complete this assignment don't be afraid to do that it's okay it's okay like the worst you can get is a no <laughs> but then you need to ask for it because if you didn't ask for it they wouldn't even know that you need it um, yeah, so thank you for, for mentioning that. And, and we're stronger, stronger than we are, we think we are. Yeah, thank you for, for, for saying that. Cause I feel like in my first year as well, I took five classes for both semesters. And whenever I tell somebody and they were like, what? <laughs> and, and when things will get hard, I'm like, what was I thinking? Should I drop this? But pushing through with the resources, you know, having a strong, um, support system, people to study with, keeping up with your passion, even the reason why you're there. I think that's what keeps me going. Um, and I think you mentioned something, Diana, about the profs. I went to see all my profs, even just to, to say hi and introduce myself and get to know what areas they're working in, what kind of things they do. Um, 
without even a problem. So that when I would have a problem, some accommodations needed, we would already have some kind of relationship. So go to office hours, you know, go hang out with your profs and ask them, hey, what's up? What are you, what are you hoping for me to learn? You know, how was your life in university here? I'm, I'm, I'm quite sad you guys did not take the, the 224 with uh, Professor McKenzie, because for me, that was, that was a prof that helped me feel grounded. Um, after one midterm, I think we had that, like, a, meet, um, a mean of like very, very low in the class. Everybody was demoralized. Like, is this even for me? I should maybe drop out. <laughs> it was a bad midterm. But he came back and it was his class. He came to the class and like, he showed us his, his uh, transcripts in new one. And he's like, do you see an F there? <laughs> you know, that was not good grades. But he, here I am. You know, you guys just got here. You just started. It's okay. Like balancing all these things, learning how to study. One of you mentioned that is very, very key. And you just got here. Cut yourself some slack. You know, you don't need to have A's all the time. Even if you have F's, you may end up like me. And he's, he's a very, very um, intelligent and well-grounded uh, instructor. So that gave me hope that, hey, you know, I may not have had an A for, for this assignment or for this paper but I'm gonna learn better. And I think what distinguishes us in the social work on our professors, ah, it's just the ability to inspire when you go have that one-on-one -on -one conversation. Uh, or if you have it even in the classroom, it's fine. But just to know that these are people who care, they're not coming just to deliver the course and leaving. You know, there are people who care, they've walked the path, they have worked in the community, they've been where we want to be, you know, so they're available to us, yeah. Oh yes, speaking of that, I think you guys were shouting out your your prof in uh, history and philosophy, right? Jackie, you said. Yeah. Um, I don't think I know them, but um, who else? Who else are you uh, are you quite happy with that have been influential, or even a, a classmate, or someone that. Uh, impressed you or kind of inspired you in your journey so far in the School of Social Work? Diana, you seem ready. <laughs> um, so I don't even know where to start. Like for me, it's really just like, again, like I mentioned before, like a quick shout out to every single one of my social work profs that I've had so far. Um, mm the amount of the amount of like patience and like respect integrity like I, I don't know you name it like they have offered all of it to us and if it wasn't for them making me feel like so grounded because obviously like like we mentioned before you know like you won and um like first and second semester in this program like there's complementaries and electives that we need to take which take over our whole schedule um and for me anyways that was the scariest part um simply because the classes are so big uh I, I don't think I've ever spoken to my props that were in my complementary classes I maybe once for a quick two minutes uh about like our assignment that we had to do because I had quick questions but I never had like the opportunity to like talk to them and like hey like you know like get to know me type of thing versus in like the social work it's really like we don't we don't even have to go see our profs to have these types of conversations because we're such a small cohort that we all get to know each other together um yeah. and especially like our 
AOP, so uh, our Monday morning class, um, we're split into smaller groups. And that in itself helps a lot too, you know, like without exactly having to go, I have Nicole, without having to go speak to her personally, like we do it in class, we kind of get to know each other like that. And for me, that's just been really motivating. So just quick shout out to all of them. Like I said, uh, they're mm. honestly all amazing. Um, and to all my classmates too, like, I, I love our cohort. Like everyone is just so like open-minded and helpful, not judgmental. Like anytime I have a question, it's like, okay, hey, I'm referring to the group chat. Someone's going to answer me and someone's going to help, you know, like, it's like, I don't even care what the question is. Like someone is going to help me, you know? So anyways, it just feels so like, I feel comfortable and starting university and having like already like the group of people that I know I'm going to share the next three years with for such a small group too. It was, I don't know it gave me it like calmed me down a little bit it was like yeah. hey, we're all in this together you know we're all starting together we obviously all have a vision of becoming a social worker one day and you know we're gonna push through together we're gonna help each other we're gonna you know be there for one another if something happens whether it's personal or with school you know so I really get to experience that like hands-on and it's just it's been really good so far yeah I'm and I'm super excited for what the next like two years has to bring us as a whole group I think there's value to having smaller cohorts because we used to say like how come we only have like 50 something students when there's a huge need for social workers out there but I think our classrooms to be tailored for smaller groups is very influential on how how we create uh, safer learning spaces how we interact with profs like you said we don't need to go see the profs we learn about them and learn about us in the yeah. classroom so that's that's just uh, the beauty of of, uh, of our profession um, Aaron, anybody in particular you want to shout out? I, I realize I put you guys on the spot. It's just that <laughs> if you have someone that you are thinking or if it's it's just a collective, it's fine, honestly. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think all of them bring their own perspectives. Right. And it's really interesting to see how they mold that with their material. I also, uh, I'm incredibly thankful that they are also willing to learn and to adapt and to shift depending on what we need. It's, it's less of like, a, and, and I've seen that in my electives where it's like you have one TA assigned to you and the prof you see on Zoom twice a week and that's it. But you, you don't get that impression even when we switch to online learning, you're in small sections. So you really get to know both your prof uh, and, and randomly assigned classmates so I've, I've really liked that collective atmosphere um, and I think that is incredibly important given the work we're going to do and the challenges we're going to face is that ability to have those constructive discussions and to um, and to mentor and learn off each other so yeah right yeah thank you uh, Ariane um, yeah, um, the teach our teachers are all amazing. And last semester we had TAs, Gabriel and Hugo, and they were amazing. Like they were super present and after class, they would always stay and talk to us. They were really cool. And my cohorts, like we made a group chat. The, <laughs> when we first started to see like, oh, I got into social work on the Miguel first year something, uh, Facebook page, we're like, okay, well, let's have a group chat. We're like four. And then we added more and more people. So when we first started the semester, it was a Wednesday, it was the first social work class on campus, and we were like 20-something people all waiting at the Miguel Metro station to just meet up and watch the class together. It was super, like, oh, yeah, so you're that person. Oh, yeah, you're that one. 
it was just really nice feeling to find like we spent all summer just talking to each other so we kind of just met up and it was it was a nice feeling like okay guys like now it's real we did it we're gonna do it and we're gonna walk across that stage in three three years yeah it's a it's a nice feeling to have a community that you know that if you're going to be working out there in the community these are people that are going to have like-minded uh um ways of approaching people, supporting people. You have you have learned the same theories, you have talked about the same practices. Ah, it's just, it's just my cohort as well is very dear to me. <laughs> um, the other day we were looking at a picture that Pam uh, Pam Orzek took at the beginning of our U1 in the stairs of, of the school and we we're like, oh my God, look how, <laughs> how we have changed, you know? We've lost a few people, but we know that, um, that for us, we're we're a bond together, and we're going to, to excuse me for using the cliche, but change the world together, <laughs> <laughs> or change our small world, whatever world we'll be in, even if it's in the bubble of our family, of our friends, to have a positive influence on how we show up to to the world. Yeah, so now, for me too, it would be my cohort, but it would also be Professor Michael McKenzie and Professor Nicolai. So. Yeah, and many more. I'm not saying these the only ones, but in you one, they made an impression on me um, uh, in my education. But well, thank you guys. This was fun. Thank you, thank you for for coming. But before we wrap up, if we can say, if you can say maybe under thirty seconds, a good social worker is or does, or like the qualities of a good social worker for you or what you want to aspire to be or what you admire in one, admire in one. Uh, quickly, quickly, I see Aaron. Can I go first? Uh, yeah, a good social worker has a balance of empathy, empowerment and amplification of a clients with of clients with a grounding in the past, present and future. Ooh, that was quick, nice, <laughs> <laughs> nicely done. Uh, Diana? Oh my God, I don't know if I'm going to be Arwen's, but <laughs> so much comes into play here, honestly. Uh, good social workers, uh, good les listeners, empathetic and non-judgmental. And I would say that um, empathy is like one of the most important uh, aspects. I think that that's um, like the core aspect to building therapeutic alliances or relationships with our clients. Um, and yeah, a good social worker is patient, caring, open-minded like I could just go on <laughs> yeah. yes it's a good human being <laughs> yes all right Ariane um a good social worker just loves being human like mm. isn't afraid to make mistakes isn't afraid to take risks and loves being human loves hanging out with humans and just loves love yeah, yeah. oh right thank you guys for me a good social worker thinking on top of my head the most things that I admire is someone who approaches situation with curiosity and someone who's relationship based no matter what else is going on but to, to prioritize the relationship between um, the people they're supporting and themselves all right thank you guys thank you again we're joined today with the U1 cohort of the BSW uh, the School of Social Work, Diana de Blasio. That's is that, did I pronounce your last yes, name right? Yes, that's correct. Yes. Thanks for having us. It was a <laughs> experience. All right, Irene Regimbal and Ariane Bodantesi. Thank you so much for for joining me for the conversation, and I wish you I hope uh, a good weekend because today is Friday. Thank you for having Bye. us. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.